Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Saricolia coming to you once again with another episode of Age of Heroes, my podcast. So welcome to the podcast. It is always a pleasure of mine to really take time uh, to talk to you and uh, really to have these conversations that are really important uh, for us as geeks, you know, conversations that in regards to entertainment, regards to movies, in regards to collectibles, gaming, and all of that. Now, last week, uh, San Diego Comic Con was crazy. Definitely, there was a lot of good stuff. I'm still in my channel here on YouTube. I'm still covering a lot of stuff uh, with the collectibles. I'm going every day on live stream. So if you want to just hang out, just check my YouTube channel. I'm doing live streams. I'm going to continue doing live streams throughout this week. So I, I cover all the different companies, uh, statue, collectible, uh, statue collectibles, uh, action figures, and all of that. All the cool stuff that was showcased at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, but last, uh, also at the Studio Comic Con, we had trailers, and there were some really nice trailers. We got the trailer for Top Gun, uh, the new one that is coming out, which was out of the let feel for sure. We also had a trailers uh, for Netflix stuff. We had a trailer for The Witcher, which looks pretty good with uh, Henry Cavill. We had a trailer for um, The Crystal Defenders, which is very nice. It looks really neat. Uh, I'm looking forward to that show. Some other trailers as well, but I think the biggest thing for Marvel MCU fans was the fact that the the panel, the Marvel panel, the MCU panel, they really uh, showcase everything that they're planning to do in the next two years on Phase 4, and there's a lot of cool stuff there, and definitely a lot of exciting stuff. And I want to go through all of that. Um, I had a, when they announced it the same day, I, I made a video, a live video. It was midnight uh, where I live here in the East Coast. And I, I made a video uh, when it was pretty quick. I have the link for you so you can actually, you want to watch my first impressions right away. Some of the information has been updated from that video in the sense that uh, some of the information was given later on. But um you know, we have plenty of time to talk about it. And of course, if you go online right now, there's a lot of haters. A lot of people are very unhappy with the final uh, product. You know, a lot of people are dissatisfied with, the, you know, a lot of things that were presented there. You know, like there a lot of people saying that Marvel is going woke and all that stuff. You know, they've been saying that for quite a while. Uh, but I want to dissect some of that because I think that the foundation is set for something great uh, on the next, um, uh, in this case, saga. I think now with the the end of the, the in this case, the Infinity Saga, uh, who was uh, one of the greatest sagas of all, I would say, in Hollywood from all movie franchises. Now it's time to move, you know, to look forward instead of looking backwards. And I think it's time for us to move to the next thing. And I think they're setting the foundation now. The delivery uh, will depend a lot in the end on how they approach the, the source material. But I believe that they are going in the, in the right direction. And I want to explore all that. And I want to dissect some of the information to see exactly what it, where they're heading and what we can look forward to. So I want to uh, use a different, uh, I'm going to use some of these pages. If you're watching this in YouTube, uh, if not, uh, you're only listening to this through iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker. I have all the links down below so you can go through all of that. Uh, but I'll give you explanations on where we're heading. I want to use first, uh, I want to go to this page, uh, the CNET page. I'll have that in the links. Uh, on the CNET page, uh, they have a link that will, they have a, a article that says Marvel MCU Phase 4 Plans Reveal. Black Widow, Chang-Chi, Thor, Love and Thunder, New Doctor Strange, and more. Uh, what I'm coming to this page, what I like about this one is because they have a, a concise list. For those that are watching, you can see it. I'll give you the dates. They tell you exactly what the schedule is. Uh, the next movie in the MCU is coming on May 1st, 2020, and it's Black Widow. That's the next one. 
which I'm really excited for it. We're going to just go in detail about it in just a moment. Uh, on the fall of the same year, we're going to have the, the TV show for Disney Plus, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I'm excited for that one as well. I'm excited for all of this. November 6th, we're going to have the Eternals movie. Uh, very nice. Out of the lift. We kind of knew that it was coming, but definitely it's nice that now it's been confirmed. Now, on February 12, 2021, we're going to have Chang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I spoke about this in the podcast. It was one of my first podcasts. It was like episode number 17, uh, the possibility of this. And of course, now it's confirmed. They have the, the cast. They, you know, they're going to bring the Mandarin. We, pretty cool stuff. Now, in the spring of 2021, they're going to have the show WandaVision uh, on the Disney Plus series. Disney Plus series. Uh, so this is cool. We knew about this one. May 7, 2021, Doctor Strange and in the Multiverse of Madness. And there's a lot of cool information for this film. This is May 7, 2021. Now, on spring of the same year, 2021, it's going to be, we're going to have the Loki TV show on Disney Plus. Disney Plus is really uh, setting to be setting out to be one of the greatest things I would say next year. Now, on the summer 2021, uh, we're going to have What If, which is uh, the animated series, and a lot of the actors in the MCU are going to play. They're going to voice over a lot of the characters, which is very neat. Now, on the fall of 2021, we are going to have the Hawkeye TV show. Uh, we never got to see a movie, but I'm glad that they're doing a TV show. Now, November 5th of 2021, we're going to have Thor 4, uh, Love and Thunder. And this is going to be uh, amazing. I think this is the first film within the Thor, with all the MCU that actually, it's not a trilogy there. They get to make have a fourth film. And I think it was well-deserved. We love Thor. And I think there's a lot of story that can be taken out of Thor to, you know, to create movies. You know, there's so many stories that have been told throughout the years. So I'm very excited for that. So this is the list. They also mentioned that they're already working uh, at the end of the, 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 you know, this, they talk about they're working on Blade. That's coming. We're going to talk about it in just a moment. They're already working fast pace on Fantastic Four and also in ideas and how in to introduce the mutants. So this is something that already is in, in, in pretty much on the works. So it's exciting. You know, they announced all of that on the panel. So let's start from the beginning. I'm going to use another page, uh, the same one that I used when I was um, on that video on my uh, first impressions. And I'm going to Entertainment Tonight. And this Marvel announces Phase 4 at Comic-Con. Uh, and, of course, Black Widow, The Eternal Store 4, and more. I'll, again, I'll have the link for this, too, for those that are listening to the podcast. Now, um in this one, they announced, of course, they, they in the the first f film that is coming, and in this case is Black Widow. This one, it's coming out uh, as we again, it's coming out on May first, two thousand twenty. Uh, it's pretty cool. I really it's excited to see this because Black Widow is one of those characters. I think one of is one of the core characters of the the MCU. It has been since the Avengers, you know, since she started in Iron Man two. Um, she's been a big part of the MCU. Unfortunately, she never got a movie. We had a Captain Marvel movie. You know, people were upset about it because, you know, you give Captain Marvel, but you had uh, Black Widow all along. But I feel that um, they they did it the right way and they want to give more weight to the character. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of information, a lot of things that, you know, we saw through the movies, a lot of hints to the past, her past, but never really was fully explained, uh, you know, her past, you know, she talks about her past, uh, people around here talk about her past, but we don't know her past. So now we're going to be able to explore that. 
And uh, of course, it, we're going to see a more, maybe a younger version of her, but also we're going to see some hints of the future. So, you know, it's great. They have a great cast. Florence Pug is going to be uh, Jelena Veloba. Uh, I'm very glad that David Harbour is going to play the part. He's going to play Alexi as the Red Guardian. The Red Guardian is kind of like the Captain America counterpart for the Russians. So this is a pretty cool. And I'm sure that David Harbour... Uh, he needs to look the part, so I'm sure that he's going to go through a, a you know tough regimen just to kind of lose weight because he was a bit chunky on the, on the last season of, um, in this case, uh, Stranger Things. Uh, also a little bit chunky on Hellboy, but I love David Harbour. He's a great actor, and I'm very happy that he is being part now. Is you know he's brought to the MCU. He's a great actor, and he deserves the best. I like him. So definitely, there's a great cast, uh, and also they're talking about that uh, we're going to see the Taskmaster. He's going to be the villain in this film, uh, and they're going in the past, you know, how she became a spy and all of that. So definitely, this is exciting. I'm really looking forward to this film. Again, it's coming out May first, two thousand twenty. I think it's it's a great thing. I, I'm very happy. They should have done this long years ago, but I think they do it at the right time. And um, I think it's a good change of pace from moving from the Infinity Saga, the Avengers Endgame, which was amazing and epic film. Now, let's start, you know, change the pace and let's move to the next, uh, you know, the next phase. So the next thing they talk about in this case was tour for uh, Love and Thunder. And uh, they had on stage, they had Chris Hemsworth, Taika Waititi. We know he's coming back to... Um, to direct the film, which I'm very glad because he was, in my opinion, he was uh, phenomenal on the way. I think his movie is my favorite. His movies, The Thor Ragnarok, is my favorite of all the Thor movies. I know a lot of people don't like it because it's a different take of Thor, or at least less classical. But in my opinion, it was perfect. It was done well for the character, for the character within the MCU. Uh, so we know that it's Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson is coming back. Now, the series is making some changes in the sense that this is the aftermath. What happened? Of course, Thor is no longer the king. He surrenders that kingdom. And he gives it to Tessa. Tessa now is the new king, king of Asgard. In this case, the queen of Asgard. But according to this, and this is something that a lot of people are getting upset about it, and I do understand. She's saying that now he, yeah, she is the queen. Now she's looking, well, she's the king. Now she's looking for a queen. So when uh, Tessa Thompson mentioned about this, a lot of people are saying, well, why are they trying to, you know, trying to push the LGBT agenda? I don't have a problem with that. You know, Tessa, she has declared herself to be bisexual. So it's something that probably is deep to her heart. She really feels for it. More power to her. Uh, I just don't know how they want to align all of this. Of course, you know, Marvel has been doing some some crazy stuff in the comics. Uh, and of course, we know that Natalie Portman is taking the Mjolnir, and uh, she is going to be the the Thor now. You know, it's going to be the female Thor, which you know it's interesting. I, I wouldn't say a lot of people are upset about the whole thing. You know, they, a lot of people saying that they have disconstructed uh, Thor so much to the point that it's a totally different story for what Thor is all about. I don't really agree to a certain extent, fifty percent perhaps to that. Yeah, they have deconstructed Thor, but they are really taking a lot of inspiration from the newer comics. So we have to keep in mind everything that they've been doing at uh, the MCU. Everything comes from anything that is more recent. Nothing that comes from the seventies. Really, nothing from the eighties or even the 90s. Everything that they've been doing in the comics has to do from the 2000, 2010, uh, all the, the new comics, everything that is in more recent. So, you know, I live with it. I don't have a problem because I can always go back. To me, it's like this is a multiverse of things. You know, I can go back to the comics 
read the comics and I can also, you know, stick with, you know, the you know, the basics of it. So uh, to me, it's not a big deal. I know for a lot of people it is, but I don't have a problem with it. So uh, it just matter, I would say, a uh, personal, personal opinion. Now, let's go back to this, uh, you know, with, in this case with Thor. Um, so Natalie Portman is going to be the, the pretty much the female Thor. And uh, they're going to kind of go into the details of she taking the power, she taking the minor. I want to see what's going on. I really want to check it out. And uh, I don't have a problem with it. I'm not going to hate on it uh, until we watch it and see if, if it's bad, it's bad. If it's not, it's not. But if there's a director that knows how to pull the strings and how to really make something interesting and really appealing, I think it's Taika Waititi. And I definitely, it, it, I, I'm really looking forward to that. So this film scheduled for November 5th, 2021. So we have plenty of time until then which I'm very glad. Now, the next thing that they talk about, they talk about Hawkeye. Uh, and this is pretty much the, they say like they say, the final OG Avengers getting his own TV series. Now, for the longest, a lot of people were really dissatisfied that Hawkeye never really got to shine in this series. Uh, to me, I, I'll be honest with you, Hawkeye was the less appealing character in the whole, uh, and I would say, um, in the whole series, and in this case, on the original Avengers. He was the less appealing, maybe because he didn't have a, as much backstory as the others. Even, you know, um, even though we didn't get a much backstory on a Black Widow, at least we got a little bit because she came from Iron Man, too. And then, of course, she was in, in the Avengers. So we kind of knew a little bit of her as an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, uh, in this case, Renner was, uh, Hawkeye was introduced on the Avengers just like that. And, and at first, he was just a bad guy. Uh, oh, well, he, he was turning to a bad guy. And uh, we didn't get to see much of him. And he's the one that is, has less powers, like Black Widow. They don't have any powers, but they're agents. Uh, and it's interesting, you know. I, you know. I think he did a play. I like Renner. I wouldn't say that I'm crazy about his portrayal of uh, Hawkeye. Uh, he has, like, a more like dark Hawkeye version. I like more like the 80s, nine, you know, 80s version of Hawkeye when he was on the West Coast Avengers. Uh, I like that version more, but that's just me, you know, being a comic book fan. But, um, you know, you know, I, I never really wanted to have a, I would say a movie. I don't think a movie would have done that great in comparison to others because he's not such a big character. He's been, a lot of people don't really care much about him, but I'm glad they, they approaching this through a TV show. I think it's the best way to do it because you can dissect the character. You can give more weight to the character, more, much more background. Uh, he's going to be in this case, um, training, uh, what's the name? I forgot the name. Um, the girl that becomes, um, is the lead of the, the new Avengers, uh, let me remember, uh, Kate Bishop, I'm sorry, I kind of forgot for a second. Well, Kate Bishop, uh, who has also an apprentice in the comics, in the more recent comics, and she was part of the Young Avengers, she was the leader of the Young Avengers, so she's going to be introduced, a lot of people are already crying for that, saying, well, you know, they're going to empower women again, and that's the main purpose of this. Uh, I would say it's part of the comics, you know, just don't get but heard about it. It's just what it is. You know, I, I want to see it. You know, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, and, um, the, you know, they, they want to explore this live. Also saying that they're going to explore the Ronin side uh, because we're going to know more about, you know, his Ronin side. Because I think that was a cool aspect of the Avengers Endgame is to see Hawkeye as the Ronin. And uh, hopefully they make this a little more mature in tone because, you know, when he's the Ronin, he's definitely a killing machine. So uh, I want to see that. I really want to see that. I want to see, you know, it's Disney Plus, so we might uh, you know, see the approach to be, you know, less, 
you know, strong in that area. But I, I really looking forward to it. I think that the the possibilities are there. Now let's um and the next film that they have the next in the in the lineup that they were showing, they talk about the what if t- uh, TV show, the cartoons, you know, as you know if you like comics, the what if a series has always been about creating stories and then elsewhere stories, elseworld stories. Uh, some of them are quirky and funny. What what would if if this happened or that happened? What would be the outcome? So what what I like about this uh, animated series is the fact that they are bringing a lot of the actors and actresses they're going to voice over. So it's going to be some connection with the MCU, uh, and which I like, you know, because as you know, DC has always been phenomenal with the animated. You know, DC might fail with the movies. Some of the movies are great. I'm not saying all, but has failed as a, I would say, as a single universe. But the animated series, uh, all their animated movies are fantastic. Uh, and I, and they sometimes you have the same actors repeating the same voiceover. So I feel that this is something that I think the the Marvel needs to strengthen is the animated side. And I'm looking forward to this animated uh, animated series. Now, next one they talk about Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. Now, this is very interesting. Of course, they say they're going to explore the multiverse. Although, uh, as you know, uh, Mysterio and Jack, Jake Gyllenhaal on it kind of lied to it on Spider-Man: Far From Home. Uh, they're they're saying that um, that definitely this is going to be a, a way to explore the multiverse, you know, in a, in a darker tone. This is going to be they're saying the first horror. It's going to be a lot of have a lot of horror elements with a lot of gothic elements into it, uh, added to the whole appeal, the psychedelic colors and all that stuff. The then Doctor Strange and I, I think it's good. I think it's a great idea. Uh, you know, Doctor Strange has always been known for that. It's part in the comics. It was always not only the the astral things, you know, the spiritual things. You know, he's fighting demons. He's fighting all kind of things. The movie, the first movie, didn't go into that route. But now they're able to explore it. And I think this is a good time to do it. They say that Wanda Maximoff is going to come and be part in the film, which is good. Because... She's always been uh, like an ally of a Doctor Strange. They've, they work together in so many ways. And I feel that this is something that is, is appealing to me. And, you know, the tone, the tone that they can do it, the possibilities are endless. And I think they're exploring the multiverse even more, adding it more for the next thing. So definitely they're setting up the stage for the next, I would say, dimensional battle. So it's going to be bigger, I would say, than just the, the battle they just had with Thanos. There's so many, so many uh, different, you know, ne- nemesis that they can fight. And I definitely think, I think they're setting up this the proper way. So definitely looking forward to that. This one is coming out on May 7, 2021. So that we have plenty of time. We have to, two years till then. Now, the next thing they talk about was Loki. And as you know, Loki at the end of Avengers Endgame, uh, they have in that you know, uh, time, you know, there was a scene where he kind of, steals the tesseract and he disappears so they're saying that they're going to explore that what happened in between where is loki who is the real loki uh the person that we saw afterwards or the loki we saw after is he the real thing or just a vision we don't know so they're going to explore all of those things and this look very interesting tom hiddleston was there on the panel and uh, he is a very likable guy i like him very much he is my favorite villain of you know he's a villain anti-hero he's a villain but he's kind of like an anti-hero he has you know started as a villain but he has become kind of like an anti-hero thing 
I like him. He's likable, you know, even if he's mischievous. And because of that, he's just very likable. And definitely looking forward to that. This is supposed to arrive uh, on the Disney Plus uh, on spring of 2021. So I'm looking forward to that. Now, after that, they talk about WandaVision. We knew about this. A lot of people don't like the name. You know, it sounds kind of like, I don't know, 280s for me to early 90s. But uh, it's cool, you know, the idea. And, you know, they're going to explore. Now, they don't know how they're going to explore after, of course, the the death of, on this case of Vision, how they're going to explore Vision, how they're going to reintroduce Vision or what they're going to do. But I feel that they're setting the stage. I, I, in my opinion, I know, if, even though in the, in the movie appears that Vision was destroyed, he's a, he's not a human, you know, so he's a sentient that, you know, can be transferred. And I know that some of his powers are within the stone so definitely I feel, or his presence or who he is so i feel that in, in one way they're going to bring him back uh, i don't know i'm just speculating here but definitely looking forward to watch this show i want to see exactly their adventures and stuff they're also going to uh, bring uh, a grown-up monica rumbo for those that don't know who monica rumbo is from the mcu standpoint is the little girl that was hanging out with carol Danvers. The little girl that was looking up to, um, uh, that was the daughter of um, a, a Carol Stember's friend. Uh, and so now she's all grown because, of course, you remember the film was done, what, in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s? Er, yeah, late 80s, early 90s, something like that. Uh, and, of course, uh, it's going to now she's grown. And uh, if you know the comics, Monica Rambeau is the actual of the first female Captain Marvel uh, back in the 80s. And uh, I remember a lot of the stories which she was uh, part of. Uh, a lot of people love her. A lot of people consider her the real Captain Marvel after the original Captain Marvel or Captain Marvel. And uh, she's going to be part of it, which is very neat. I really like that, that idea. I like that they, they you know, give injustice to all these characters. Uh, so she's going to be part in the story. I don't know how, but we're going to get to see it. And uh, this is coming on spring of 2021. This is cool. Now, after that, they talk about Chang-Chi. Uh, and the legend of the Ten Rings. Now, the the good thing about this show is that it's all centered around Chang Chi. Now, if you don't know who Chang Chi is, uh, you have to go back to pretty much the late seventies or you know late seventies and the mid seventies when there was in America there was um, a big growth. A lot of uh, you know people were so intrigued and so interested on anything that has to do with kung fu. And uh, there was a time where a lot of these movies, the Kung Fu movies, start coming to America in the 70s. This happened after the Vietnam War. People were more interested in martial arts in America. There was a, this big interest. You know, after the Korean War and to, after the Vietnam War, a lot of Americans that came from the from there, you know, they, they were interested. They introduced all these things. And there was a big, a big growth of that. And, you know, people were so interested in movies, of course, start coming in from Hong Kong. So, you know, the comics, they wanted to create characters like that that's what we got um iron fist who was very popular but around iron fist you know luke cage there were other characters like you know the the, the daughters the, of the dra- the sisters of daughters of the dragon but one of them also was chang chi the hands of kung fu and uh, he's been part of the Marvel Universe in so many different ways. Uh, you know, he's always been there, kind of on the side. And we, we knew that he was coming. And uh, I'm very excited that they finally confirmed it. And another great part is that the whole cast is going to be Chinese, which a lot of people are very excited, have a great cast, great actors playing the part, uh, some of the best actors in, in, in China. So definitely it's, it, it looks good. And, um, and definitely I'm very excited. Not only that, they're going to do justice, they say, into the Mandarin. 
something that a lot of fans for years after Iron Man 3, they were so upset that the Mandarin, who has always been the biggest foe or the most popular, the most recognized foe of uh, Iron Man, was never really treated properly in the film. But they're going to fix it here. Unfortunately, Iron Man is not going to be part of it, but they're going to bring it into the, I would say, into that, you know, into the world of the Chang-Chi, which really exciting. And uh, all of this has been part of the Ten Rings and all that stuff uh, that, you know, this is going to be cool. I'm really excited for it. Um, looking forward to it. This is scheduled for February 12th of 2021. So that gives us a little over a year, year and a half. Definitely looking forward to this film. I'm going to support it. A lot of people, some people are excited, you know, excited for it. Always are going to find some haters are going to say, well, now they're trying to go with the minority stuff. Well, it is what it is. You know, Chang Chi shouldn't be, you know, a Caucasian or Hispanic or African American. He is, uh, you know, a Chinese character. We respect it, and I'm very happy for that. Now, the next thing they talk about was the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, you know, I love the comics after the death of Captain America. Uh, you know, and you knew the, you know, then when he came back, uh, uh, Steve Rogers, he gave the, the shield to, uh, to, in this case, the Falcon. And, um, uh, that's in the comics. It's not in the movies. You know, I know people got upset about that as well. They say, why they didn't give the, the shield to, in this case, to Bucky? Well, if you keep up with the comics and you understand why, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> the fact is that they're going to have their own TV show. And I'm glad for that because I like the comics, you know, when they came out after that. They had a, a small run. It was only like four or five issues, but it was very fun. And, and what I like about the, the comics is because Falcon in this one, uh, Sam Wilson, he's uh, doubting himself. He's doubting about his ability to become a soldier. You know, he's a soldier. He was a born and bred as a soldier, but he doesn't, he's doubt because everybody's doubting him. And I love the way that the, the comics were handled in regards to that. But, you know, not only that, the, the, the Sebastian Stan is going to play, of course, uh, uh, Bucky Barnes. Bucky Barnes was there to really support him, to really be with him. And I feel that they, the comics, I like the art. I like the, the approach to it. They fought, they fought, they, you know, fighting Hydra. We know that in this case, uh, Baron Simo is going to be the uh, in this show. So really looking forward to what they're doing. This is scheduled for the fall of 2020. So it's like over a year. Uh, we're going to get to, uh, to see this. And I'm really looking forward to that. Definitely. I like them both. I like the interactions, even on the Avengers films, on the, you know, in this case, Endgame, Infinity War, and even, um, what was the last one? The last Cap uh, film, um, was that Civil War? Yeah, uh, I think it was the next one. Um, that, you know, I really like this animosity they have together with each other. Yeah, it was Civil War. They have this animosity, but that makes, makes it unique, and I really like that. Now, um, after that, they took about the Eternals. We knew about this one. It's been a lot of speculation after a while. Uh, the cast officially includes Richard Madam. Uh, he's going to play Icarus. Uh, we have Kamal Nanjani as Kingo. Uh, Dong Lee as Gilgamesh. Brian uh, Tariq Henry as the genius Fastus. Leanne Mako as Sprite. And Salma Hayek. Oh, Salma Hayek. I didn't know that. Uh, as their leader, Ajak. Uh, now, of course, we know that Angelina Jolie is going to play Stena. Uh, and, and there are the things I don't know. I knew that there were a lot of talks about bringing Keanu Reeves to be in the Eternals. I don't know if they're still on, on the table. We don't know yet. 
But uh, that'd be interesting to see. I know they they, they made that a speculation. Uh, the cast was there. I think Angelina Jolie was there. Uh, and this is coming out November 6, 2020. Really looking forward to this. Um, definitely, um, I think, like, again, they're setting the stage for the next villains, the next, you know, big battles, intergalactic battles. And I'm I really looking forward to that. Hopefully, with all of this, we get to get to see a real Inhumans um, in the whole mix, and of course the Kree battles and all this, you know, big things, and probably Galactus at some point. Perhaps not on this, because they need to explore other villains before they get to that point. But definitely, there's a lot of great things. Now, um, they they continue on with all of that. They talk about they didn't have time to talk about a lot of things there on the show. They say, well, they still they still have a lot of projects in the works. They're still working on. Um, you know, in this case, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, you, we know that that's in the works. They're talking about Black Panther, the Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, all of that is on the works. So they're really working. They give us a really nice timeline of two years. So definitely not only including movies, but also including TV shows. They're trying to be all that inclusive into one single universe. I think it's a bright idea. Really looking forward to that. Um, they're setting the stage. And, uh, you know, they set the stage for other bigger things to happen. And, you know, everybody's making a speculation, already making some speculation about it. I think they're going to bring characters back like Captain America at some point. If you're creating a Falcon story with, uh, in this case, the in this case the Winter Soldier, it means that at some point Cap needs to come back. And they kind of left that open in the last film in Endgame where he doesn't tell, in this case, Sam Wilson what he has been up to doing, you know, all that time. So I'm guessing that there's going to be some in there that he didn't want to tell him, of course, that he got, you know, married and I said, maybe in a different uh, set of the universe, but also he had to get into some adventures with him. You don't want to just break the timeline by just telling people the past. So there are a couple of things, you know, there's a lot of things that we can speculate where they're heading. Uh, They're setting the stage for the next thing. I'm so excited for it. Definitely. um, They're setting some stuff that I might not be crazy about it, but I'm going to wait. I'm not going to hate until I see it. I think it's good when they're representing also different minorities. I think the less represented minority in the, I would say in, in comics, it's always been uh, they're two the Hispanics and the Asians and I feel that they're doing that now uh, with Chang Chi they're representing the character that already did it with Black Panther which I love uh, and they need you know they need that hopefully next they have a Hispanic character there's a couple of them not that many but there are a couple hopefully we can get to see all of that because it's, it's good it's really really cool the only thing that I'm, I'm sad with Chang Chi is the fact that we're not there's no connection between Aaron Fizz or, you know, Luke Cage and all that with the Netflix TV show. But we never know in the future what they attempt to do or what they're trying to do uh, to connect them with all these characters, you know, more street-level characters. But um, definitely it's exciting. Um, There's a lot to really look forward to. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm 100% super happy for everything, but I can see now the writing on the wall, the direction they're heading. Some stuff might be cringy just to think about, but I'm the type of person that until that time comes, I'm going to watch it, and then I'll make my mind if it's good or it's bad. But uh, what is your opinion? What do you think about this? Do you like this lineup? Is anything here that you like? Uh, I'm very happy that they're doing that. Some people were saying, why they didn't bring the Avengers? I don't think it's necessary because the way Avengers Endgame ended, they need to give it a rest. You know, I don't think they're going to get together. Like in any comic book story, they have to start with separate stories until they build up to a major story or the final battle where all the stories have to get together. I think that's how it works best, in my opinion, as a comic book reader. But Lefany, I leave it to you. Uh, I would say, you know, just let me know how you 
feel? If you're watching on YouTube, leave in the comments below. What do you think about this presentation? Anything you're disappointed uh, from this presentation or anything that you're happy about? Uh, what, is, what is your opinion? I would like to hear it. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, you can go to my Insta, you can go to Instagram, you can go to Twitter, you can go to Facebook, my Facebook page, and you can your, leave your comments below. So once again, my friends, God bless you. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you again. Bye-bye.